charge here. That's what the rules are. That's me on the... That's me on the cowbell. <laughs> I'm getting better. Yeah, need, we need more cowbell. <laughs> 67s? Yeah. Yeah? Episode 67 of Walkers and Talkers. I'm David Brody from Elvis Trade in the Morning Show, and that's... um. Jamie from Light FM. There you go, <laughs> in New York City. I feel like at this point, if you're jumping on and you've never heard us before, thank you. Yes. Maybe you found us on iTunes, the home of 150 other Walking Dead, Fear the Walking Dead podcasts. But no walkers and talkers. No walkers and talkers. Although I did find another podcast that does all three shows that we talk about. Yeah. What? Yeah, I haven't, uh, I'm not listening to them. I'm not going to wow. promote them. But anyway, so we're on... Hmm. As you may know, we're on iTunes as well as iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio is, of course, our home and the company we work for. But we're also now on mm-hmm. iTunes, so another way to, to listen to us. Yep. If you're uh, a fan of either, that's great. Or you can go to iHeartRadio.com and listen. Right on your browser. Yeah, right we there. have our own channel. Yeah. In fact, that when I when I tweet out that our podcast is up, I use the link from the website. Yes. But you can always still go to the app and... Uh, and just if, open it. Just open the app. Or just, you know, go to the, the podcast. So, huh. So huh. here's what we need. Okay. In order for our, po- it's a catch-22 here. In order for our podcast to get more traction on iTunes and to show up higher up in the searches, right? Mm-hmm. People have to review us. Oh, they do? So on the iTunes page, you can say like review podcast. Mm-hmm. We'll take four to ha- four to five stars, please. Yes, please. If you like us, yes, please. Or four and a half, you know. I think four or five, and it averages. I don't think you can leave four and oh, a half. Oh, okay. Okay. Five, please. <laughs> if you listen to this podcast, you know Jamie sometimes says some things that are silly. I'm sorry, yes. No, no. <laughs> and rating us four Lord. and a half stars is not, to my knowledge, a thing that's possible on iTunes. Well, you know, like, when you look at the ratings and it looks like it's a half a star? It's average. Oh, so you can't rate us? Okay, never mind. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what do I know? Yeah. You know, on Rotten Tomato, you don't actually give... I don't think you rate people a 73. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> oh, speaking of Rotten Tomatoes, if I could just go off topic for a second. Yes. I wanted to see a movie this weekend. I didn't get to go because when I was on my way to uh, the movies, I got called that someone needed me right away and I ended up oh. not going to the movies. But I wanted to see Dark Tower because I like uh, Idris Elba. That came in first place this weekend. Yeah, but the reviews were terrible. Rotten Tomatoes was like a 38. Oh. Or something. I can't go see a movie 38. with a 38. Yeah. I still want to see Baby Driver. I still want to see Dunkirk. And I still want to see uh, The Long Sick. Oh, The Big Sick. The Big Sick. That actually got like 94%. Yeah. Yeah, it, that it did really well. It looks great. I love the cast. About a month ago, my wife says, we should go see The Big Sick. Why don't we plan this weekend? We didn't get to go that weekend. So every weekend now I said, we can go see The Big it's Sick. It's going to be out soon. Yeah, You mean not out? I mean, out of the theater. Right. So I keep saying we should go. Yeah. Every week is bad. So I feel like we've missed our opportunity. Can you do a day date? No. No, it's too much going on. Oh, okay. I tried. I like day dates. All right. Well, with our hours. Yeah, well, d- daytime is nap time. I, Usually, I mean, some days a week out. And yeah. people go, how do you, because I stay up really late. As you do stay up very late. We've talked about, I stay up. Last night I stayed. Insanely late. Last night I was up until one thirty. Oh my god! Because I because my schedule was off because our show was off on Monday, so I slept late and then I couldn't fall asleep. Oh no! So I ended up watching all of Stephen Colbert and all of Seth Meyers, (laughs) and then once Carson Daly came on, I was like, (laughs) "Good night." Good night. All right. So I wanted to address something real quick. So on our podcast, 
when The Walking Dead is on, we review The Walking Dead. And mm-hmm. when Fear the Walking Dead is on, we review Fear the Walking Dead. And when neither of those is on, we review Preacher, because we're a fan. Preacher and because feature. it's usually only on when the other two shows aren't on, it works out nicely that way. And so sometimes we do a combo podcast. Because The Walking Dead is the, is the big daddy of all the shows, we do news updates on The Walking Dead and whatever's going on. And then we talk about the TV show that's on the air, because The yes. Walking Dead is on the air. So somebody tweeted last week and says to me and to our walk, Walkers underscore Talkers account, hey, uh, I, I don't like Preacher, so could you do a separate podcast for Preacher and stick to The Walking Dead on Walkers and Talkers? <laughs> now, I know that one show is much more popular than the other. Yes. But here's the beauty of this podcast. We do them in order. Mm-hmm. So we talk about The Walking Dead first. Always. Then if there's anything really exciting to talk about Fear the Walking Dead, we'll talk about that. And then we break down the episode of Preacher. Yeah. So I tweeted him and I said, we do it in order. If you don't want to hear Preacher, just turn it off after The Walking Dead Yeah, part. we always give the updates first. Right. And if not, you could scroll and go to the end. <laughs> you know, it's this is one of those where like, uh, coming up after the commercial, something big. No, you can just scroll ahead. That's why yeah. I don't go, hey, at the end of the podcast is a spoiler. Because you can just go. So if you don't like the other shows, don't not listen to this podcast and go, well, it's preacher season. So it, first of all, you're missing out because preacher's great. But if yeah. you don't like it, that's fine. But please listen to us because we give the updates. Right. And we need the web hits, <laughs> yeah. to be honest with you. So you know what you do? Here's what you do. <laughs> Play it, right? And then when it gets to the part you're not interested in, that's turn hard. the volume off. So we get the credit for the full play. Oh, for the full listening. And it's in the background. You don't care. It doesn't matter to you. Yeah. This way we get the full. Now listen, we don't get paid. But it'd be nice, the, the more hits we get, the more people, you know, then eventually we'll get a sponsor. Oh, or, that would be or, or t-shirts. T-shirts. So we need support. We need we need the fan base. We would love to have t-shirts made and give them out to you guys. Yeah, we don't want them for ourselves. Well, we do want well, them for ourselves. Well, we do, just, you know. But, but we, listen, I, I wore my Shut That Shit Down shirt this weekend. You did? Yeah. Yeah. I was going to wear it today, but it's dirty. <laughs> it's, I'm so glad you wore it. And unlike that outfit you're wearing, which is kind of dirty. I'm sorry. I can't help it. My right boob, like... <laughs> yeah, see, I, I, okay, so the way we do the podcast is I stand behind I one mic and you sit right across from me. Yeah. So I have, if you listen to this podcast, you'll understand this. I have uh, Gregory view. I was like Xander Berkeley view. Xander Berkeley view, because if you... Okay, so just to recap, Xander Berkeley is like six feet five. And when he met Jamie for the first time, yeah. he looked down at her because he's taller. He looked at my gingham. He looked at your gingham dress and he's like, oh, hello, lady, lady. Hello there. Well, how long have they been watching the show? <laughs> <laughs> it was very obvious that he was he was kind of looking. And uh, so, all right. So, so that being said, oh, let's get to Xander Berkeley. Okay. Again. This is my favorite. The one where he. Uh, he's like, hello. Here we go. Hold on a second. Let's, let's play the one where he messes up. Hey, Xander Berkeley, Gregory from The Walking Dead, and you're listening to David Broden and Jamie on the Walkers and Talkers podcast. Okay, so number one, he talked into the wrong end of the phone, if you remember, we told you about that. Yes. Then he called me David Broden, because all he was looking, I'm surprised he didn't call me David Booby. (laughs) David Breasts, because that's what he was looking at, so... We're standing in the studio, and I'm making complete eye contact with Jamie the I'm whole time. I'm sorry. But Jamie is clearly all morning used to people looking at her right breast because... It's protruding a little bit. The dress keeps a, falling off, and I mean, the, they got a mind of their own. I They do. I think the right one wants to say hi to me. <laughs> Hello. 
But all I can see is every time I look over at Jamie, and it's making me uncomfortable. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. It's, it's when I sit, mostly. It's fine. But you keep pulling on your shirt like, oh my God, I think my boob is showing, you're covering it. I know, I'm trying to... And I'm... You're fine. I'm okay, sorry. There's no cameras in here. Okay, I'm not, Although, sorry. it would do well for our, our Instagram account at walkers underscore talkers to put up a picture. <laughs> just... I'm just saying, you know, for the fans. For the fans. For the people. For the people. For the people. For the people. We should just hashtag for the people. Um, by the time you hear this podcast, hopefully Jamie will put a picture up of her of my, uh, dress falling down. Yeah. Or maybe just your hand pulling the dress pulling over. Pulling my dress over. You see what I'm talking about. <laughs> hashtag again, for the people. Hashtag for the people. And if you don't love Preacher, and again, you should... Look what we're giving you now. Yeah, you might love my boobs. Boob Who talk. Knows? <laughs> boob talk at walkers underscore talkers. Hashtag for the people. Hashtag boobies. Hashtag boobies for the people. I can't even breathe. I'm laughing so hard. Okay. If you ship them on a ship, they float. You wouldn't even. Oh, they're like flotation devices. I, would I will never drown. You would never. Okay. <laughs> Can I save Daryl? Ship him on the ship. Yeah, this is right. Okay. All right. So I'm going to look off to the left for the rest of the podcast. Okay. All right. So let's let's get some walking news, walking dead news out of the way. Season season seven DVD and Blu-ray, which I believe comes out in October, is gonna feature Winslow, the uh oh. the spiked walker from the junkyard yeah. on the cover. That's the regular edition. Now the picture I just showed you is not the regular edition. Available on only on Amazon starting in October, the limited edition spike walker of Winslow with soft touch digipack. Created by McFarland Toys. What does this mean? Yes. Yeah, so what is a soft touch digi pack? Oh, so okay. So digi pack means it's some kind of fancy packaging. Okay. So it shows you the 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 five disc DVD. Okay. In a in a bigger box, and that bigger box that goes around the box for the DVD, and you can look this up online. I'll t- we'll tweet out the picture. Is Winslow? Yeah. Is Winslow's upper body on top of the DVD box, and so in order to open it, you have to take one of his spikes and shove it into him. And then it unlocks the DVD collection. So That's you can, so awesome. Otherwise, you can't pull the DVDs oh out. Oh, my God. I love it. So I may have to get that. I might have to get that, or too. Or the good folks at The Walking Dead can send it to us because we yeah. do this great podcast that's so popular. All right. This is... Hmm, I want to save the the special Jamie news for the end. I'm going to jump out of order. Oh, on special my paper. Jamie news. Special Jamie news. Do I know this? Nope. Well, uh, you, no, you, I don't know. You might. I don't know. Oh, I don't but, know. but nobody else does, so I pretend you don't. Okay. All right. Um, AMC purchases The Walking Dead's Georgia Studios, which used to be Raleigh Studios. Now it's called Riverwood Studios. Wow. Um, it's an 80,000 square foot property. Yeah. In Georgia. It's in Atlanta. And only The Walking Dead uses it. It's uh, four stages on um, many acres of land. It's the only studio in the country which dedicates all of its resources to one production year-round. And it's just for The Walking Dead. They paid $8.25 million for it. They can afford it. Well, it doesn't seem like a lot of money to a network. But that means sort of they're believing in the show. Yeah. And so um, the pictures are probably everywhere. But I got uh, I saw the pictures on the PT channel on YouTube. Mm-hmm. One Eye Bry. Shout out One Eye Bry. <laughs> His video blogs on YouTube specialize in photographs from the sets. Yeah. That people take pictures and try to like... See who's in what scenes, and they then they peak. Were, they peak. They're the snoopers, and he puts snoopers. them up. Snoopers. So, um, the second season of the show is when they started using this, these locations, and the hilltop is there. The houses from the ocean side are there. The prison building was there. I think Terminus too. Uh, Terminus was there. They're gone. Um, let's see. 
the prison was turned into Negan's sanctuary. Yes. So inside of the prison is now the sanctuary, same building. The uh, Father Gabriel's church from season five. Yeah. Where they where they kill Gareth. Spoiler, <laughs> Gareth's dead. That land was leveled, and that's where Negan killed Glenn and Abraham. <gasps> wow. Spoiler, Glenn and Abraham wow. are dead. Wow. I love this stuff. Right where, yeah. So this is all in this story that came out. Uh, I believe it's on, I think it was on undeadwalking.com. I didn't make a note, but it's one of those. That's very cool. We'll tweet out the links at walkers underscore talkers. And uh, as you know, the Kingdom location is owned by Tyler Perry Studios. Yes. So it's uh, Tyler Perry's The Kingdom. He's The Kingdom. <laughs> Speaking of the PT channel, uh, here, here's some small spoilers, but not that will ruin the show for you. It's a little, little, uh, little tidbits of what's yeah. to come. Some things that happened in the comics, people are seeing happen in out the Alexandria set, which is in Georgia, not Alexandria. Um, the church blows up. There's, there's pictures posted online of the church in Alexandria, the top of it blowing up. Mm. Now, that happens in the comics. I'm not going to tell you how it happens. I'm not going to give you any spoilers. But that was seen. Also, um, nearby Alexandria, right outside, while they were filming, a garbage truck. Mm. Now, Jadis. could be the junkyard people are there. Could be they stole a truck after they wiped them out. We don't know, but I'm telling you in the picture of them filming, there's a dump truck. Not a dump truck. A garbage truck. Okay. All right, so so that's that. Now, there are other pictures that were released, but they're very spoilery, so I'm not going to discuss uh, those. Yeah, we don't want to hear that. You can go online if you want. Also, speaking of uh, leaked online, not a spoiler, but a second quick scene from season eight was released. Yes. But it wasn't released officially. It looks like it was going to be released officially or will be eventually, but it's somebody filming their TV set with a bad camera. With a bad glare. It looks awful, and you can see the girl in the reflection of the TV <laughs> filming it. Again, we'll we'll tweet the link out. By the time you hear this, it'll, it'll be up, hopefully, I remember. And it's Carl walking through the woods, and there's a walker trying to get at a plastic a bag, bag, but there's a spike through him. And a guy walks up, kills the walker. And as of the moment of the scene, we don't know who the guy is who kills the walker. Yeah. But I believe it's Sadiq. One of the new characters who lasts a very long time in the comic. In fact, if you care about the comic, the latest issue, there's a Sadiq bombshell released. Okay. Anyway, Sadiq is the guy we told you about a few weeks ago. I believe he's Muslim, keeps himself. Absolutely looks like who you're talking about. Yeah, and he's been roaming by himself. He hasn't lived anywhere. And so uh, Carl sees him, and that's and then the scene ends. Yeah. So that's out there. We'll, we'll send that out. Oh, yeah, the thing for you. Okay. Oh, God. Being released October 10th. Okay. The Walking Dead, the official cookbook and survival guide. What? What? I need this. Uh, written by Lauren Wilson of Rose's Bar and Grill in Brooklyn. I don't know how, what her affiliation is, but the book not only has recipes, but also contains vital information on foraging, <gasps> hunting wild game, and cooking outdoors in an emergency walker situation. Some of the recipes within the book include Maggie's forkless apple pie, Daryl's deer stew, but the most requested recipe... I know this. Go ahead. Carol's cookies. Yes. Carol's beet and acorn cookies. Oh, I haven't made that version. Okay, I know. So I need to make this version. Now, Entertainment Weekly posted the picture of the recipe for Carol's cookies, and I believe it's on... 
Whichever of the Walking Dead websites I read, it could be on Dead Walking or Walking Dead. I'll put the link up for this as well. If you go to amc.com, they have Carol's Cookies original recipe. Okay, so the one from the book, her egg corn and beet yeah. recipe, EW printed it. They'll okay. put it online. So I'll send the link out from the website I got it from. I have not made that version yet. So uh, October 10th. I need that book. So October, when the show comes back. Do you want me to make the beet ones? No, I do not. Okay, should I just stick with the originals? If you want to make me like chicken palm or a steak, that's fine. I I, don't want acorn cookies. No, well, I've made Carol's original cookies, and they are delicious. I've made them for you. You have, many times. I made them for Michael Rooker, and he told me he wanted to spank me. Yes, you should give him to Gregory, and he'll enjoy, (laughs) you know what he'll say? Hmm, these are good breasts. Mm. He won't even notice. He'll, he'll notice your, he'll your like, other cookies. Um, oh, God. <laughs> By the way, you've pulled on your shirt seven I'm times. I'm sorry. Are you counting? Sin- yes. I feel like they're coming out. They, <laughs> well, it's having a coming out party. Oh, my but, God. I can't help it. Can you at least wait till episode 69? And they're natural. What is this in Seinfeld? They're real yes, and they're, they're spectacular. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to take your word for that. <laughs> on both. The fact on that they're both. real and that well, they're they spectacular. Yeah. It's allegedly. Uh, no, they are real. You can decide for yourself at walkers <laughs> underscore talkers on Instagram. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about Preacher. Okay. This is where that guy leaves. <laughs> I feel like if you don't like Preacher, you're either not watching it or you're not watching and listening to our podcast. Yeah, you need to pay attention to Preacher. It's so good. It really is. Did you like this episode? I did, but I was a little sad. Well, let's get Two to... Two times. Well, you'll tell me when you're sad when I get to that part okay. of the episode. Episode's called Holes. I wonder and there were why. plenty of... Not what I was hoping for. <laughs> All right. Not that kind of not hole. Not that kind of hole. Okay, so the episode starts off with Eugene in hell. He's working out. He's got muscles. He's got... He's built... Man, he's and got he's, a Tracy tattoo. Tracy his back. tattoo on his back. Like Nick Cannon with Mariah. Yeah, had that oh, work fierce. out. Had yeah, that, that work didn't out. work out. No, 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 no. Uh, a, a, a bit of advice for the people listening to this podcast. Number one, don't put a tattoo of Mariah Carey on your back. Number <laughs> number three, well, number one, number two, uh, don't marry Mariah Carey. Yeah. <laughs> no. Great, great talent in the eighties and nineties. Amazing singer. I'm saying maybe don't marry her. Look cool. Yeah. Look cool for Cocoa Puffs. Yeah. All right. Hashtag uh, Team Cannon. <laughs> All right. So, the um, the bully from all the previous episodes. I don't know his name, but the bully. I'll look it up eventually. Uh, he's bullying people. Takes candy from a guy, right? Yeah. And, uh, oh, no. Uh, um, Eugene did. You- Eugene went up to the guy with the candy machine, and Just he paid it. for the candy. He took the candy. And then he offered it to the, the bully the guy bully. who's sitting on the toilet. Gross. And the guy's like, ah, I'll eat that later. I don't, I don't want that. It's gross. Get it away from me. And then he wipes his butt with duct tape. I saw that. Ew. That's hell. That's hell. Duct tape for your ass. Yeah. Um, then the caveman won't shut up that's in the hell this cell. poor guy. The poor guy. Jeez. And he's, you know, he's afraid of the, uh, the TV of that the has fire. fire on the TV. And so, so the bully... Uh, wraps his head with duct tape and tapes his face to the television to drive him crazy. Yeah. Uh, and then he uses up all the duct tape and he says, well, I hope no one needs to go to the bathroom because I just used up all the duct tape, basically. <laughs> oh, God. The, uh, the guard walks in, the woman guard walks in. And this was clearly a foreshadowing. 
Yes. And she's ready to write something. She drops the pen cap on the floor. Whoops. And this guy with long curly hair bends down to pick it up because she dropped it. And she says, well, that was that was nice of you. Thank you. And then he realizes that he Whoops. shouldn't have done that. Whoops. Because you can't be nice in hell. And he starts to try to talk his way out of it. And he's like, oh, no, I was just, I was just picking it up because I thought I lost it. I didn't see what it was. I, thought, I, didn't, know, I didn't know. And uh, they, they grab him and they, they take him to the hole, which we saw last week that it's worse than anything. It's worse than hell. It's worse than hell. Can't be nice in hell. So Eugene, not wanting to be nice, walks over to Hitler and shoves him, knocks him over. Because Eugene knows you the can't be nice. The only time I think you feel bad for Hitler. No. He was, they make his character like so pathetic. Okay. I'm going to let you slide because you have large boobs. Ba- <laughs> I don't feel bad for him. Um, No. No. Okay, no. 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 Hashtag can't feel bad for Hitler. Hashtag no. <laughs> hey, remember that time Hitler was, no. No, I know, I know. Yeah, but he invented the Volkswagen. I don't care. No. No. No, I'm not feeling, no, I'm not feeling, nope, 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 nope. Not going to do it. I know they're trying to make it. They're trying to make a sympathetic Hitler in the show. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm talking about. I don't mean I know real life mean. Hitler. And then the credits come. So that'll happen before the credits. Yes. Okay. Come back from the commercial. We're in 1946. Baby. Cassidy is looking at his newborn son, Dennis. I guess that was France, right? Such a cute baby, by the way. Okay. You know who else has a cute baby? Everyone. Stop it. No, it's such a cute. It's a oh. particularly cute baby. Yeah. Okay. All right. Not all babies are cute. All I right. said it. <laughs> Your babies are cute. Oh my god! Sorry, I don't know. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that I means. I think we have to mark this uh, podcast explicit. Explicit. <laughs> All right. So present day, Cassidy's watching old man Dennis sleep, and of course, that's his son. Yes. So he's obviously thinking about him as a newborn, and you know, if you remember, the father Dennis, the son rather, wants Cassidy to bite him. Yeah. And turn him into a vampire because he's dying a horrible death mm. and he wants to live forever and Cassidy does not want to bite him. So Dennis, the old man, starts, uh, he says, can I get you anything? He talks into, the Cassidy talks into the phone. It translates it into French. And, and uh, so now Dennis knows what he's saying. Can I get you anything? And he gives him the look like, yeah, ass, I want you to bite me. And Cassidy is like, I'm not doing it. Um, no, no, I'm not doing that. Not doing that. Nope. Nope. <clears throat> Tulip is restless. She's she goes out for a walk. She's still being bothered by the whole cowboy thing. Cassidy wakes up and Dennis is screaming in French into the phone. By the way, you totally called this. 100%. I did. Hundred percent. Nailed it. Nailed it. And and by the way, that's episode sixty-five. Go back and listen. Yeah, no, 66. this is a few back. No, it was last week. Like oh okay. Was it? Yeah, sixty-six. Last yeah. last last. Well, episode. still, you called it. I did call it. All right. Props. Props. <laughs> I'm no boob. I'm like, right. Oh my God. What? So anyway, so Dennis is screaming into the phone uh, something over and over again. And when it translates, it's bite me, bite me, bite, bite me, me, bite, bite me, me, bite me. We see the grail people, the white suit grail people, a man and a woman in a uh, an apartment somewhere watching Jesse on a hidden camera. Lara Featherstone. Who's that? Lara Featherstone. Who's Lara Featherstone? Remember, she was the uh, singer that Jesse met that wanted to keep kiss him. Is that the same woman? Same woman. No. Yeah. I thought that woman was was ballsy and tougher. No. Are you sure? It says in my notes. Well, if it says in your notes, then there you go. Then you know it's true. 
not alternative facts. I thought she was like one of the the bosses. Like she was a kick-ass bossy bitch. I don't know. She seemed a little calmer this episode. This, she was. I don't think it's the same woman. Oh, I don't know. All right, we'll check it. We'll check it. Consider it checked by the time you hear this. We'll have checked it. Check, check. Check, check. <laughs> All right, so they're watching De- uh, Dennis's apartment. They've, they're watching Jesse. And uh, the guy says, when is Herr Star getting here? And she's like, he'll be here soon. So they're waiting for Herr Star. Herr Star. I would imagine when Herr Star arrives... One of them will die for failing him. Um, yeah, I immediately thought he's going to kill the Booberry guy. Hey, I want to talk about that. <laughs> Booberry, Boobberry. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Hello. You know, B O O B E R R Y is Boobberry. Oh yeah, you're right. And There's Booberry in there. And you are Ari Boob right now. And I have I'm wearing blue. You are wearing blue. So you have. So am I? Boobberries. <laughs> boob. Air, boob. Yes, that's right. <laughs> boobberries. Okay. Boobberries. Boobberries. More like cantaloupe. All right. So, uh, again, I'm a fan of can- of boobberry, of cantaloupe. I am a fan of we can't. He can't speak right now. I am. I'm also a fan of boobberry. That's my cereal. Yeah. So that's the second boobberry reference because the first time uh, when Tulip brought her stepdaughter home. She's like, that's all chemicals. It's all chemicals. <laughs> but, but Tulip loved boobberry. Yeah. And uh, this woman didn't like boobberry either, but the guy did. All right. So uh, Jesus is taking the the God. He tells uh, Cassidy he's taking the God audition disc to some uh, electronic store experts. Some to, like nerd store. The nerd store. Uh, the uh, dork docs. Circuit works. So they can analyze the video and maybe get the serial number off the gun. Some kind of evidence from the God audition tape. Yeah. That will tell him who it was that that is involved in the God stealing. Uh, Cassidy asks Jesse if he can use Genesis to help Dennis. Now, did you know what he meant by that? What he wanted Jesse to do with Genesis? I did, but what exactly would you say with Genesis? Don't die. I mean, what do you what what would one say with Genesis? I don't know. Don't f- uh, die slowly. Die. Don't feel pain or stop asking Cassidy to bite you. Yeah, I wasn't. I knew what they meant, but I wasn't sure. Like, in what capacity could he use it to say what would what would one say? Well, I don't think you can change and say, "Well, be healthy." I don't think you can either. But you're right. Maybe don't feel pain or. I don't know. Or die. Just say die and put him out of his misery. Oh, well, that's a little rough. It is a little rough. It sounded like Cassidy didn't want him to die. No, but I don't think he wants, he wants him to stop asking for him to, to bite him. die. Just stop asking about stop being bitten. Stop asking. So Jesse says he doesn't think that's what Genesis is for, which is probably right. But Cassidy was like, really? Now you're going to be moral? Really? Yeah, yeah. after all this time, really? I don't think Genesis is to make people do what you want and, and commit crimes, but you've been doing that. True story. True story. Uh... Tulip comes back from wherever she went, and uh, apparently she went to the Hurt Locker again to get shot and to take her mind off the cowboy. So every time she disappears, she's going to that place where they shoot you in the chest. Casual. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't need the bulletproof vest. <laughs> I got my own bulletproof vest. <laughs> <sighs> Hashtag theme. Hashtag for the people. For the people. <laughs> so Jesse and Tulip go to Dork Docs and ask the guys to analyze the God video. He tells them the content may seem weird out of context. Uh, and they say, oh, we've seen it all. This is New Orleans. Give us a minute. Yeah. So we're, we're back. Let's go jump to hell now. Okay. The guy who was put in the hole comes back for being nice, and he's shaking terribly. Whatever he saw in hell was horrible. And now you're going to have to help me out on this one. Okay. The guard tells the group of people that are in the cafeteria, whatever that room is, they found the problem with why the power keeps going out and the lights keep flashing. 
and that they're going to fix it. Everyone will be returning to their private hells soon, which they're not very happy about. Mm -hmm. She says a central generator powers all the cells, and when there are more of you than there should be, it throws everything out of whack. She says one of them doesn't belong in hell and asks who it is. Now, if the cowboy left hell and he was in this wing of the prison, which, by the way, is this guard in charge of all of hell? Because it seems like there'd be a lot of people in hell. Well, the thing is, remember the scene where they kind of panned up and it looked like galaxy Yeah, layers of hell. But it looked like layers of people and stuff. So I thought that was other people trapped up there. So I think maybe this is her cell section. I don't think she's like the keeper right, of all hell. Right, but she's aware that the, that the All Saints killer got out of hell. Is she? Yeah, there was an episode where they were like, because she was talking in her office and she's like, how did he escape? Gonna, oh, yeah. Right? If she, if he is from her area, then by Eugene coming there, they would just, be even. It would be even because he would just replace. Right, her. in which case I call partial bullshit. Hmm. Yes, it, that would make sense. It's it, not shouldn't be on overflow. Or is the cowboy from somewhere else in hell, and she was made aware that somebody finally escaped hell? But it, she made it seem like he had to be brought back to the cell there. Yeah. But none of those people are talking about the cowboy being gone, so I have to. Assume I feel like he's maybe not from their section. But she may be a general overseer, so she knows about it. Here's the other thing. Wasn't she watching his life at some point? You would think so. On, no, she had, it was an episode where she was looking at like a video of his life. Yeah. And she said, you know, you don't seem that bad or something, and you better be evil, and because if you're nice around here. And I, I, she's aware of his life. Oh, Eugene, yeah. They and, wouldn't, and, and if she's only in charge of those 20 prisoners... Wouldn't she know he just arrived when the problem started? And yeah, the- also, like you said, it's kind of obvious out of all the tapes, his is the pretty most innocent one. Didn't do anything. So I'm calling, I'm giving a blanket bullshit. That, I agree with you on that. Because there's something wrong with the writing. Yeah, that doesn't add up. How did she not see he arrived out of nowhere if she only is in charge of those? And if she's in charge of the whole prison, then the cowboy leaving and him coming should have bounced everything out. Wouldn't Eugene, when he arrived, say, hey, I was sent here by a preacher? Or where am I? What am I doing here? Where am here? I? Like, what happened? He never said, he never said and, anything. And when they sent Eugene there, when he said, go to hell. That's, he when go to sh- a, that's when shit started to go down. But he didn't go to, like, a cell. He went to hell in a big room, right? And yeah. then they found, And then everybody went out into the hallway because there was a power surge when he arrived. Yeah. And then he went back to his own, his own room. Then he went to Hitler's room. Something's off. Something's weird. Something. I think there's a writing error there. All right. We move on. <laughs> so she says, somebody doesn't belong here. Who is it? I'll find out who it is. Who is it? And Eugene goes to raise his hand, and then he changes his mind and puts his hand back in his pocket. Hitler sees him do that. Yes. Then everybody else raises their hand like, oh, I don't belong here. I'll get out. I'll, I get, let me out. And they're all like, no, no, I don't belong here. I didn't do it. I didn't kill anyone. For some reason, they believe if they can prove that they don't belong in hell, that they'll just get released back into heaven or the real world. How stupid. I mean, they're dead. That's why they're in hell. So yeah. where would they go to heaven? I can't imagine the guard's going to go, oh, you're here by mistake? You poor thing. Let me release you. Now, what Eugene should have done if Hitler called him on it, which he didn't, but he could have been like, yeah, I was going to lie. I decided not to lie. True. Exactly. So the bully... The guard walks out. She doesn't believe any of them. And then the whole gang of prisoners is talking about why they didn't do anything wrong, really. Oh, my really. God. <laughs> and the woman talks about how her kids were needy. They wanted things. 
And then and, she lit them all on fire and killed them. Yeah, well, they deserved it, is what she said. She's like, nothing was ever good enough. Right. I'm like, well, you're psycho lady. Right, so she doesn't think she belongs in hell. Then the bully says, hey, man, if anyone shouldn't be here, I shouldn't. I didn't kill anybody. And the guy says, you raped four girls. He's like, it was date rape. Fun and, fact and, about that actor. He was in that popular show, 13 Reasons Why. Yep. His name was Bryce. He was also a date rapist. Uh, date rape? No, date <laughs> rapist. That's hard to say. Date rapist. Remember earlier in the podcast when I mentioned Jamie being Jamie? Okay. By the way, hashtag Jamie being Jamie. <laughs> so, well, it's my charm. Yeah. It Maybe to, always, only to some. <laughs> that and your, your... And my boobs. Yeah, your boobs. But no, he played a rapist in that show. He kept raping girls. Oh, my God. Which is kind of a bad By typecast. By the way, spoiler on the 13 Reasons Why show. Yeah, uh, but anyway, it's been out for a while. It's been out for a while. So the bully says it was only date rape, and the guy says, hey, man, no means no. He's like, they said yes to the date, didn't they? Right. Asshole. That's his mentality. So not, yeah, he, Not okay. He no belong, means no. He belongs in hell. Yes. Maybe not next to Hitler, but he's proving to be worse yeah. than Hitler. So Hitler walks over to Eugene and says he knows it's him. He knows he's the guy who doesn't belong. And Eugene tells Hitler he's the most evil person in there. And he says, yeah, really? Tell me your story, Eugene. How are you? you know my story. So Eugene says, there was this girl. And you, and Hitler's like, did you maim her? Yeah. No. Did you kill her, murder her, cut her up? Yeah, did you cut her up? No, no. He's like, what'd you do? He goes, I kissed her. Oh, our <laughs> space. So Hitler says, there are things worse than a flat basketball like, whatever's going on here, mm-hmm. there's things worse that they can do to you than than hell. And so, uh, Eugene says, whatever happens, happens. I deserve it. This poor little kid. He's is... so psychologically messed up. Anyway, as Eugene walks away, a nun walks by Hitler. Hitler trips the nun. Now, when Hitler tripped the nun, did you... Why did, why did you think he tripped the nun initially? Um, at... The very first second he did it, I thought it was just to like, because the monitors are watching them, he was just being mean, so. That's what I thought. He proved like, oh, hey, I'm I'm a badass. Like, I knocked this nun down, so I belong here. Could you fake it in hell? No. Me? Are you kidding me? I wouldn't last two seconds. No. I've got Carol's cookies. Hitler. Yeah, I'd be like. <laughs> Hitler, would you like some Carol's cookies? I would tell the warden, I made you Carol's cookies. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be so screwed. Oh, I'd be Done. Yeah. Done. I'd be in the hole, like, all the time. <laughs> so would the bully guy. Yeah. So right. the... <laughs> anyway, so so Eugene runs over to the nun to help her. And Whoopsie. Hit... Whoopsies. Yeah. Hitler says, that was awfully nice of you, Eugene. Oh, God. By the way, that's my German. I like it. That was, that was good. good. That was... I did the Irish for Cassidy, and I did, <laughs> that was very nice of you, Eugene. How's that? <laughs> that that's pretty good. Yeah, it was good. You will not be nice when you're in hell. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Um, Eugene at that point knows he's screwed because he was nice. Bye. So he looks up at the cameras, and within a second, the door opens. Door opens. They came for him. You're done. All right. Well, back to Cassidy. Um, he says to her, "Would you want to be like me? Would you want to be a vampire, live forever?" He says, "She's like uh, maybe." He says, "You know, I miss the beach." And it's just the boredom. The drugs don't help with the boredom. You've heard every joke. Well, you may have heard every old joke, but there's a new joke written every day. But all right. He says, everyone you love dies except you. Yeah. He doesn't seem happy about it. He's like, things still hurt me. What would, How would you answer that question? Mm, I would not want to be alive forever. 
See, I would. You would? Yeah. I don't want everyone dying around me. I, I don't want to have to drink blood. Here's what I think. I think it would be terrible to watch your family die. But you may have to watch them die anyway. True, but then the thing is, is he's frozen in that age. So let's say he falls in love. Eventually that person is going to get old and die. I, I think mentally what you have to do is start thinking of it like an adventure. And she's going to have another wife and another wife and more kids. And and I if you and then look, watch those kids die. Yeah, but it's it's centuries of sex and different women and technology and science and centuries of sex. Flying cars. I might be in. Hashtag centuries of sex. sex hashtag, <laughs> hashtag centuries. I might be in. Hashtag you might be. No pun intended. Okay. This is a dirty show. This yeah. is naughty. So century hashtag centuries of sex. Are you in? Tweet us at uh, walkers underscore talkers. Are you in? Are you in? Would you want hashtag centuries of sex? sex? Yes. Look. If it happened to me now, my family now would be terribly traumatic to lose. Yes. Terribly. But a hundred years from now, I don't know. Like, death is so unknown to me and so I'm afraid of it. I would have to think at this point Cassidy is immune to it. it almost. Like, yes, it hurts. But, you know, he just sees it so often that he's becoming numb to it. It's almost I, like I mean, another day, another thing. You could see the whole thing. world. You could see every, every street it's not in every sunshine. country and not worry about being killed. Yeah. I mean, I guess if they blew you to smithereens, I, I don't know I what don't the... I don't know what they would do. I don't know. I I think once you got over the initial awfulness... Yeah, you could do it. It would be better than dying. Hmm. Like, if I was on my deathbed like Dennis is, I'd be like, bite me, bite me, bite, bite me. me. But a lifetime of living as an old man, I don't know. I would took the words out of my mouth. I was going to say, if he bites him now, he's going to be that old man as a vampire. Yeah, but... I'd rather but be does he become, But age. does he become healthy and stronger as an old man? Oh, of course. Like, how will he overpower things and people if he's this old man? Well, no, he's going to have that vampire strength. Or is he going to have that old man, oh, come here and help me run the potty. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I got to. He's nurse. like biting the ner- like, nurse. Nurse, can the nurse. you nurse. help me change <laughs> my depends because I. <laughs> and, and what if he has no teeth? What if you become what a vampire? What if he comes him to death? Right. What do you do? Oh, my God. Like from like Fear, like from yeah, fear from the Walking fear. Dead, the zombie lady with no zo- teeth. gumming him. Meh, 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 meh. Oh, that's just sadness. I want to gum your blood. You can't do it. No. It, oh. Hmm. You need to be younger, I think, to be frozen And if in he turns forever. into, he doesn't turn into a bat, but imagine he turned into an old bat and he couldn't fly. <laughs> a little bat with a cane. A little bat with a cane? Aww. Oh, poor Dennis. All right. So, uh, so they go to commercial. Yeah. And we come back, Jesse's sitting in the electronics store, and the commercials on every TV in the place are running ads for Grail Industries, mm-hmm. which is the evil company. Yeah. It's the evil people. <laughs> evil. It's like Evil Corp. Evil, evil Corp. Corp from, evil Corp from uh, Mr. Robot, another show I like a lot. Can't review it. Too much going on there. <laughs> uh, so the, he takes the, the disc to Dork Doc's. And they um, they tell him the tape is ready, and they're like, "Dude, high five! Look at the gun!" And they zoom in on the gun, and he's like, "What? I don't see anything." Exactly, you can't see the. These tools think he did it. Right, they think that he's worried. There's a there's a serial number on the gun God. that he's gonna get caught. He's like, "No, I'm trying to find out who did it. I'm trying to find the guilty person." They're like, we know who did it. You did. And he's like, "Why would I?" Try right. to give this to you if I did it. He's like, to cover your ass. He's like, no. No, you dumbasses. So he says, analyze every other part of the tape. Analyze the reflection. You know, analyze all of it. Yeah. Okay. So he goes back and he sits down. Uh, he goes looking for Tulip, rather. And uh, 
Oh, no, this is before Tulip. Right? Was she in the video Tulip store? Tulip ditched him because she bought a refrigerator. Oh, yeah, she bought a new refrigerator for the what apartment. What a bitch. And she's like, do you really need me for, like, that other thing? Because I'm going to just, I'm going to go. Yeah, because she went back to the apartment where the hole is behind the refrigerator yeah. and realizes they need a refrigerator. So she only went to Circuit Works for a fridge, not to support her man. Right. So she goes to the other apartments, and uh, she starts patching the holes in the other apartments. Yeah. Which, by the way, is one of the reasons why the episode's called Holes. Holes. Then... The guard tells Eugene that when they're standing by the other hole in hell, more holes, <laughs> it's called the extrapolator, and it takes your original hell and makes it worse. Yeah, this was bad. What did you think would be worse than what he did and what he has to live with that by kissing her, she killed herself? I couldn't even imagine. Honestly, I didn't. I really didn't know until I saw it. But when someone came out of the bathroom, I was like, All right, so let's what? talk about that. He sees his hell reshaping again, Tracy's bedroom, and he says, oh, it's the same as it always yeah, is. Yeah, he's like, oh, this, all right, I know this. Same thing, sitting on the bed, talks her out of killing herself. He goes to kiss her, and she doesn't get mad, and he says, you didn't get angry. She says, no, I like you too. Yeah, she's like, why didn't you tell me sooner? And she hugs him, and she's like, I'm not mad, and they start singing Closing Time, which- Okay, that was random. That was random. That's but the- I kind of liked it. So it's like 1999 hit song. Yeah. 98. Great song. Whatever the year that was. Yeah. 98 or 99. Um, He starts crying because he's so happy. And she's like, why are you crying? He's so happy. (laughs) Then he he hears a noise in the bathroom. And she says, oh, you know what? Yeah, casual. You know what? I I wish you had said something sooner about having affection for me because uh, I've already promised myself to God. And then Jesse comes out of the bathroom. WTF. Clearly, he's with her. He's ready to get down. They start making out, and Eugene's like, no, stop, stop, stop. She starts taking his pants off. And at this point, he's lost it. He, he picks up the gun in the corner, and he points it at them. And Jesse's like, you know, you know, you got to do it. Do yeah, it now. Like, do it to yourself. Do what you're supposed to do. And he eggs him on to shoot himself in the face again, and he does. <laughs> so Ars face is Ars face again. In his nightmare, but his ultimate nightmare is Jesse banging Tracy lotion. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he's like, that's not God. And she's like, well, to me, he is. he's yeah, my God. Yeah, to, to me, he is. Oh. oh. Well, he really liked her. All right, back to Dennis sitting on the toilet. Old man Dennis spitting up blood. Mm. And he says, please. Daddy could speak English. Daddy said, please. Yeah. Back to Eugene in hell. Uh, he comes back to his bunk after being in the hole, and Hitler whispers, you know, to him, "You needed to see that." He was a creep. He was under his bed. Well, he was in the, a bunk underneath. Oh, is that? <laughs> what are you watching? You know, I was watching on my computer, and okay. it was kind of dark. Right. So I thought Hitler so literally you... <laughs> was under his bed, like a creeper. <laughs> Hello, I'm under the bed. <laughs> That's you've what got... it looked like to me. You've got dust mites. <laughs> <laughs> it was dark. <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay. So just to, Anyway. Oh, hashtag Jamie being Jamie. So just to remind all of you, it was all bunk beds, and he was on the top bunk, and okay. Hitler was on the bottom bunk. That makes more you, sense. You know Hitler's a bottom bunk guy. <laughs> that makes more sense. I don't like crawling. Oh, my God. You know what bunk number he was in? No. Nine! <laughs> he I should have seen that. Number nine! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sorry. God. My like, stomach hurts from laughing. Oh, uh, good times. All right, so Hitler basically says to him, you needed to see how life can get worse here. That's why I did it. 
So initially we thought Hitler was being a prick and set him up. But he did it for a good reason. So the character of Hitler was being sort of nice, which the could get him thrown character. in the hole. character, yes. Huh. All right. Huh. So he says, look, you have to trust me, Eugene. I want to help you. And Eugene says, help me what? Escape. To escape, of course. He whispered it creepily. Now, does he want Eugene to escape because Eugene initially was nice to him, even though he kicked him in the head and beat him up? I think so. They kind of became bros in the beginning. Yeah, but does he want to help him escape so he can go with him? Now, if, okay. I don't think they could both get out. Here's my next question. If you're in hell by mistake, right? You didn't do anything wrong or, Mm -hmm. or you wanted to get out of hell. And your only way out was to get Hitler to help you and Hitler got out with you. Would you get out of hell? Oh my God, and Hitler has to come back? Hitler comes back. I don't think I could do it. Not if he's riding shotgun with me. Bad choice of words. Oh, well, I'm sorry, okay? Just, well, you know Yeah, what I mean. so, I mean, that's a moral decision. That is a moral predicament. Now, if you get out of hell, you go back to Earth, he's not dead, Eugene. Well, that's so, the thing. So, Eugene but, would but, go back to Earth. But Hitler would go back as, as an undead, like, like All Saints killer. So he's alive on Earth, kind of like All Saints, but not really not alive. Not killable. But not li- Not killable. Oh, that's bad. That's real bad. But he has a soul, which, well, that's, no, deba- that's debatable. No, All Saints killer was the only man ever born without oh, a soul. Oh, that's right. Uh, Hitler technically is, has a soul. This is too much. So Jesse could control him. This is too much. Too much. All right. I think he needs to stay in hell. He does, but what if that was the only way out? Not bringing him back. And he's unkillable. Throw me the rope! He's unkillable. <laughs> he's unstoppable. This is not going to end well again. Nope. Right. Stay there. All right. Uh, Tulip is going from apartment to apartment. She's patching the wall. She goes to the first apartment door. And I think people were killed in there. Oh, yeah. Remember the heads rolled out? Was that the first one? Well, the one next to them was in the heads rolled out of the thing. Okay. And uh, when she knocks on the door, we realize this is where the grail couple is. Yeah. I don't think we realized it was the same building. I didn't. I thought it was just some place they were doing surveillance. But they, oh well, they, they were, were kind of like had cameras on Jesse and stuff. So yeah, I kinda, they could have been anywhere. They could have uh, been in a van. I kind of figured they were there in a van down by the river. <laughs> in a van. In a van down by the down river. Down by the, the river. Oh. <laughs> Will our young audience understand that? I hope. I hope so. Hashtag rest in peace, Chris Farley. Yeah, Chris Farley. Uh, one of the first parodies I ever sold was a. Parody of in a van Candle in the Wind about Chris Farley. Really? Yeah. And I was something like, uh, it seems to me you lived your life wanting to be John Belushi. Oh. <laughs> you drank, did drugs, and now you're dead, so now you finally are. Something like that. Oh, my God. So now you finally sad. did. Something like that, yeah. That's sad, though. You wanted to be John Belushi since you were a kid. Uh, you drank, did drugs, and now you're dead, so now you finally did. Something like that. <laughs> oh, my God. Again, I'm a fan of Chris Farley. Yes. I apologize. That's the gig. Yeah, you have to okay. write songs sometimes about people who died. Yeah, and I'm sorry. He, you know, basically it, killed himself. Unfortunately, yeah, he, drugged himself to yeah, death. It was bad. He was a brilliant talent. He was. All right, back to the show. Now, if I could get Chris Farley out of hell, I would break out of hell for Chris Farley. Yeah. And then buy him a van down by the river. <laughs> In a van <laughs> down by the river. I <laughs> uh, loved him. All right. Matt Foley, motivational speaker. Matt Foley. There you go. Um, so the woman comes to the door. She's taking the white coat off and the wig, I guess. She and, looks so cute. She does look cute. 
I was like, wow, that was a fast change. Fast change, which is why I don't think it's that woman. But uh, anyway, so she opens the door, lets Tulip in. Back to Jesse. He's back in electric. Still in the electronic store. He's praying for God, praying for help in finding God. And again, behind him, all Grail TV commercials. Yes, Grail Industries. They call him back to the counter. They say there's nothing on the DVD. Sorry, and he loses it. He's like, I'm looking for God. I was, you know, nothing's on the DVD. Like nothing. We found nothing. So. I don't know if everybody caught this, but he's like, "Take, I don't need the DVD, and he walks out. And he's like, hey, man, your DVD is like, what's the point? There's nothing on it. Now, I don't know why you wouldn't hold it as evidence. What if the guy, what if Jesse turned around and said, hey, actually, I need that. The guy shredded it immediately. Okay, did you notice what it said on it? No. Oh, oh no, what did it say? Okay. So, let's backtrack a little. Yeah. The answer to Jesse's questions are on all the TV sets. Grail Industries, Grail Industries, Grail Industries, right? As he's shredding the DVD, by the way, a DVD, like any circle, has 360 degrees to it. At any angle, he could have shredded the DVD. At the exact angle where the writing on the disc was perfectly straight, again, 360 to 1 odds that this would happen. (laughs) At the top of the disc, engraved on the disc, it said... Property of Grail Industries. Oh, man. How did Jesse miss that? How did you miss that? I don't know. I was watching it on a dark monitor. That's why I thought Hitler was on the floor. <laughs> oh, my God. That's why you need a big TV set. I know. So the clue was in his hand. The clue was all over the TV sets, and he saw none of it. Didn't notice it. I can't, he he must, have been, must have been dark in his mind. I can't. Anyway, she's fixing the whole tulip in that woman's apartment, and she notices things a little weird. First, she sees a gun on the table. Hey, why do you have a gun on the table? Oh, that's to protect me from my ex-husband. He's crazy, which is what she told her at the door, why she was a little nervous opening yeah. the door. And then she says, oh, booberry, because there's a box of booberry in front of the gun. <laughs> and the woman says, ah, uh, it's my favorite, which it isn't. She didn't want to eat it. No. It's okay. And tu- I thought she, Tulip was going to make her eat it. Like, yeah. have, uh, breakfast You're like, right let's there. have some together. Let's have some, oh, you big fan says some booberry. Lying bitch. <laughs> don't lie about booberry. And certainly don't lie about booberry. Delicious with milk. Yes. Okay. That was too far. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, my God. Tulip introduces herself to this woman who claims her name is Jenny. Yeah. Jenny. 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 <laughs> oh, we're terrible people. <laughs> Jenny. <laughs> All right. Oh my God. Life is like a box of booberry. You're going to get green poop. You absolutely will. I'm telling you, it comes out green. You should go buy booberry today and show that I'm right. And see that I'm right. I'm not showing anyone. Uh, No, tell your new boyfriend. Your new man friend. My new man friend. Okay. How many dates has it been? I've had six dates. Six dates at the recording of this podcast. Yes. Six dates. Yeah. It's just man friend. Man friend. Guy you're seeing. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's a little younger. Has he seen your Facebook page? Yeah. We're uh, Facebook friends. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay, why are you saying it like and, that? And uh, would he say uh, natural and spectacular? I think he would. Oh, well then. <laughs> have to talk to him. And get him on here. I think he would. Um, okay, so then Tulip says, hey, uh, here's a weird question. Have you ever put a bulletproof vest on and gotten shot in the chest? Cash. Cash. She's like, uh, no, but it sounds like fun. It's great. We should go out sometime. Let's hang out and get shot together. Yeah. Okay, we're wrapping this up. Cassidy calls his friend Seamus, who I assume is a vampire. Yeah. 
And he tells him that he has a son. And the guy's like, oh, congratulations, a new son. He's like, no. No, no. This one's an old one. So Seamus already knows why he's calling. And he says, what kind of character does he have? And uh, he says, Cassidy, now, here's where I need your help. Okay. He tells Cassidy, don't do it. We're dying. I could not understand what they were saying. Now, was he telling Cassidy? I thought he said, let him die. Nope. He said dying. So did he say, don't do it. You're dying, meaning Cassidy. Is he, though? But Cassidy's not dying, to our knowledge. Uh, I don't know. Okay. If you fi- okay, here's where I do want people to tweet us, if you know what he was saying. Okay? But look to see other tweets. If you're the 100th person, we're good. Like, if two weeks from now, yeah. what's today's date? The, the 9th? 8th? 8th? 7th? It's, it's the 8th. Tuesday the 8th. If you're hearing this on like August 30th, <laughs> please don't, don't tweet, tweet us. us. Don't tweet us. He tells Cassidy, don't do it. So at that point, he's agreeing with Cassidy that that's the code. Don't, don't save your son. Don't do it. Cassidy comes into Dennis's bedroom and Dennis is laying on his bed looking like crap. But if any of it, he's a very serious look. Like it was serious slash angry. He was looking at Dennis. Yeah. Very serious. Like uh, like a dog when it's mad at you. And Dennis sort of smiled. And I, I guess we're under the impression that Cassidy's going to bite him. Yeah. This is where I cried, though. Why? Because he started to sing to him. He did. He sang... Uh... He sang, like, with his Irish accent. I don't know what he was singing, but it was like... It wasn't Almost Danny like Boy, so I don't know. It was like so, a lullaby or something. A what? A lullaby. Lullaby? Lu- lullaby. <laughs> What's a lullaby? I don't know. I just say lullaby. Lullaby. It's to lull you to sleep. Lullaby. Right. Okay. Lullaby? I don't know. Is that like Lollapalooza? My, oh, my, my own word. You know what I mean. A kid song. <laughs> a sleep time song. <laughs> La 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 la, because you know you said la 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 la. Lullaby. Lullaby. Yeah. Okay, I thought I heard you wrong. Okay, no, well, I okay. probably you probably. If you did know it. what Jamie's talking about, tweet <laughs> us at Walkers underscore Talkers. Hashtag Jamie being Jamie. Oh, it happens a lot. It's happened what three or four times already. We should be recording you twenty four hours oh, a day. Oh God, you know it's it's dark up there. Keeping up with Jamie. Things I don't watch that. Keep things that happen in my life cannot be made up. We are up to twenty three times that you've pulled on that shirt. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I'm trying to be decent. <laughs> Not wearing that dress. All right. It's a nice dress. Episode's over. Here's uh, scenes for next week. The Grail Army is suiting up for battle, and they're wearing night goggles. They look, like, really intense. But in white suits. Yeah. It's really hard to be... Di- it's hard to sneak up on people at night when you're wearing yeah, white suits. Yeah, bright white. Had a star um, is with the couple in the apartment spying on Jesse. And they see him use the Genesis power, I think, on the police officers. Because at some point, he tells all the police officers, a lot of them, you work for me now. Mm-hmm. And then we see the police officers in windows with sniper rifles. And it looks like they're preparing for battle with the Grail Army, even though it's daytime. So I'm not sure if that's what they're doing. Yeah. But clearly the cops are there. I can't imagine any of the police officers survive. Hair star. He's going to find no, a way to kill no them. There's no way. All. There's no way. Tulip drops by to borrow Jenny's gun. And she gives it to her. 
Because I guess she figures it wouldn't make sense if I didn't give it to her. Yeah, because why would she not give it to her? Because they're friends now. Uh, Cassidy stumbles into the apartment with his abdomen bandaged and bloody. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. Why do you think... I have a crazy theory as to why he's bandaged and bloody. I wanted your theory. And again, tweet us at walkers underscore talkers with your theory. Well, Dennis wouldn't have been bit him to get... Well, could he drink his dad's blood mm-hmm. to... Mm-hmm. I guess, maybe. But would you drink another vampire's blood, though? I don't know. Is that what your theory is? My theory is that he let him eat his belly and, and drink the blood. Or did he get shot at the... Did he get shot at the at the place trying to make money again? At the Hurt Locker. I all, don't know. All I could think of, because he's already bandaged. I don't know if uh, to feed another vampire you can... I don't know, but Dennis them- was in the apartment. And he walked into the apartment already bloodied. Hmm. I don't know. Or was Dennis out on a kill now that he's a vampire? And he got injured showing his father how to hunt, maybe. Could be. He was hunting. Maybe they hunted an animal and the animal got into, who knows. All right, so that's a couple theories. Uh, A creepy guy in a mask approached a police car. Did you catch that? Mm Mm-hmm. That was a weird-looking guy. I don't know And then Jesse looked like he was beating someone in his apartment. Yeah. Or he was beating it in the apartment. He was beating it? Could have been. Really? He may have been on Walkers underscore Talkers <laughs> and saw the picture of you. Of <laughs> my, my boobs. <laughs> Hashtag. For the people. Centuries of sex. Centuries of sex. Oh, and for the people. For the people. You got to put that picture up for the people. Oh, no. All right. Okay. Listen, it's that time. What time is it? It's, it's time, time to, to shut, shut that, that shit, shit down. down.